I'm putting out a disclaimer right now. We should probably put this at the top of the podcast. That okay. If anyone's listening to this at work, you should have your your earphones in. Okay? No. Because it's not safe for work. <laughs> it's about to get very R-rated. It is? Okay. Not safe for work. The views expressed on this recording are solely those of the artists. And by no means do we encourage or condone violence against law officials. Oh, it's for you. It's for you. Hello, Blue Cheese listeners. I'm so excited to be recording another Blue Cheese episode right now. Welcome to episode 20 for the moment we are recording in... 52 Walker Gallery, which feels fitting because I'm one of the part of the we today. I'm interviewing and be, have the pleasure of speaking with. I'm not interviewing you, Dory. Thank God. Introduce yourself, please. I'm interviewing you. Uh, gosh, okay. My name's Tao. Tao? Tao Lewis. Tao Lewis. Welcome, Tao Lewis. It's actually... It's time for the world to know that it's pronounced Tayu. It's Tayu Lewis. You heard it here first. I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be so weird. Like, I'm very nervous right now. You are? Yeah. Don't be nervous. This is the most important platform I'll ever speak on in my life. That's very generous. That's true. We're talking about whatever we want. I don't know how important it is. It's important for me. It's really important. Well, then it's going to be fun. Because the best part about this podcast, the reason this podcast is important but really fun to do is because it starts with, for anyone new here, Blue Cheese begins with me inviting a guest that I'm really excited to talk to, to talk about usually a bunch of random things. And we start our conversation with a song that they have provided and the prompt they get is a song they're currently listening to that is a current go you know a regular go-to of theirs something they i guess just a song they love something on repeat and i'm thrilled to play tao's taiyu's <laughs> song of choice are you ready they're not ready here it is everyone I'm going to play a couple of clips of this. We're going to start it out. We're going to let it ride for just like... Because we're not going to play the whole thing, right? We can't because play it's the whole long. Thing. We can't play the whole thing. Yeah. Here we go. No one wanna hear 
Okay. Who do we have here, Tao? What? Oh. <laughs> who are who are we listening to? Share it with the people. Chief Keef. Chief Keef. Sosa. All in. Sosa. Almighty so. The Almighty So. Almighty So. Um, I was really happy when you sent your song choice. I know, and it was like very um instant so this is something you listen to regularly okay well anybody who truly truly knows me knows me like deeply enough to uh i guess know my like most interesting musical choices um i'm a chief keef stan i know i have been since since the beginning um and if you didn't know that about me anybody who's listening right now (laughs) we are not friends we're not friends (laughs) i never loved you it's not real like whatever we have between us i'm just kidding um well i the one thing i want to talk about this song first the first thing i want to talk about and we broached this as soon as you mentioned this was your song for anyone who's familiar with this all in from i think this is from the gorillas mixtape time a few years ago i should have checked that it's before on, glow uh, files is what i mean yeah glow files volume two looking on my spotify okay we'll check out which album this is from we don't do any pre-research here either guys <clears throat> we shout out taryn taryn's in the room she'll do the research glow files volume something Volume three. Volume three. Volume three. The song on the album is listed as seven minutes and 18 seconds. Mm-hmm. However, there is a secret break in yeah. the song. Um, and the second part comes in after about a significant silence, like 20 seconds yeah, it's of good, silence. Yeah, it's like 20 or 30 seconds. So you think, if you're not a stan... You, you don't know the Chief the Keef antics, right? You don't know the antics. Now, I have a theory though about this particular one because on some playlists, All In shows up as the fir- as just the first part, mm-hmm. and on some, it's the full seven minutes and eighteen seconds with the two parts. I have. You a, think he he fucked up and he just I, like I didn't? Think, yeah, yeah. I think that you know when you mix and master your own mixtapes sometimes so you know you finish the song you forget you recorded the other one right after there's 20 seconds of silence yeah you go to the next track yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so it's it feels like a special gem to find and i actually prefer this it is it is a gem more. i love it but i think i love it more because i only discovered it like much later on after having listened to the mixtape several times we're gonna play the second half now for all of you folks listening because all in is great but whatever the secret track is is better in my opinion Touching 
I'd shoot you in your nose and your nose. Cause you wasn't talking right. Better bring the money to the light, bitch. Cause I'm a rich nigga. I need six figures. You're talking dirty, bitch. I'ma take it. But your show, I might not make it. Hoes think I am Jamaican. Got the fiery dress, they be shaking. They finna get bacon. Bitch, I eat bacon. Okay. It's fire. It is. It, it's not all in. It's not a continue. It's not a. There's not a continuation. It's a no. clear break. It's fucking fire. Yeah. Um. So anyone who goes to search for all in, make sure you wait past the twenty second interlude at the end. Yeah. So what was your first Chief Keef experience? Do you remember? Um. Jeez. Well, I remember Chief Keef came on the scene or at least when people started um playing his music in toronto which oh my god cringe embarrassing why is if that you didn't cringe? know by now i'm from fucking toronto that's the cringe <laughs> why thing. is that cringe it's cringe to me okay okay um when was that i mean he's been on the scene f- i mean maybe not in toronto but um keep you on my radar probably in like i don't know maybe like 2011 or 12 Wow, that's early. Yeah. Me and Amanda are cooling at my yard scene. No. One of my day oh ones my is like, so what are we saying on the night? Please, Boom. I'm going to come Just myself. like that, man's are at Roxy's. You're from, okay, don't <laughs> act like Henny. you're exempt I'm from this, okay? Let's things. listen to him. Then this bozo steps on my Balenci's fam. I dropped over a rack condos, my guy. But yo, the man bagged it and I they all started riding out. <laughs> It was mud. If anyone so, can't recognize this dialect, it's the Toronto. Yeah, it's very special. <laughs> it's very unique. Um, we made it ourselves. The Drake cliche is true. Yeah, it is. Um, the Toronto slang is a real thing. So and Tao and I have been entertaining each other by sending amazing um tiktoks and instagrams i actually send them to ebony and then she's like oh my god like why did you make me go through this some of them are pretty hard to listen to yeah they're harsh i mean drake drake puts the accent on his album right doesn't he do he does it but then he he's able to snap in and out of it he's not like completely a hundred percent of the time like this right here performing this fucking stupid accent area right here it's the first place that i ever heard the weekend's music right here shout out to oliver of course my there's something about the toronto accent it's really bad do you can you put it on do you ever um no i will never do that let's just try no i'm not doing that i will come on star ebony <laughs> i'll walk Brady, off this podcast listening right i am also from toronto i'm not having a day the truth comes out i'm proud of being from toronto the truth always comes out i'm proud um i don't have the toronto accent i'm also pronouncing my the second t in toronto on on purpose because i'm gonna start doing that too instead of saying toronto yeah you know we talk about another thing on this podcast how we talk about drake on every episode 
So it's fitting that we're both from Toronto and we have a real reason to talk about Drake. Okay. Drake, I can I think it's fine to say likes your artwork. We can leave it. We can end there. You know, I got a real uh, good run telling people that he owed me money. But I'm pretty sure he's all paid up now, so I can't use it anymore, unfortunately. But it was fun while it lasted. You can say he owed you. You can, you know. That's not as good, though. Yeah. It's not as menacing, you know? Yeah. So he's all paid up. He's paid his debts. Oh, shit. (laughs) You know Drake listens to this podcast, so. No, he doesn't. Are you joking right now? I don't know. Maybe he does. We talk about him enough. I am going to change topics for a second because something just came up on my computer. This is why I'm changing topics. Very easy. The new SZA album. Have you listened to it? I don't listen to SZA. What? I listen to Chief Keef. Listen, I am dynamic. You listen to other things other than Chief Keef. I have very broad taste in music, but I, I don't go to that. What is I don't what's go to wrong that with place. That? What's wrong with SZA? It's just not for me. Are you serious? I'm very serious right now. Taryn. I'm sorry. Does that hurt? I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you hurt by that? I'm just, you know, um, look, I'm not even gonna go deep cut. I mean this is a great track. I can't believe I'm listening to SZA right now. Still a fan, even though it's salty. Hate to see you with some other but know you happy. Hate to see you happy if I'm not the one driving. I'm so mature. I'm so mature. I'm so mature. Ain't got me a therapist to tell me there's other men. I ain't doing one night, not just one show. If I can't have you, no one should have So I'm sitting here like suffering right now. I'm so. I mean, listen. I picked. This is not even a a b a b side. This is the this is the radio cut. You know. Yeah. You don't like it. I think the thing that bugs me about her songs is it sounds like she's just like like reciting a stream of consciousness thing from her journal. Like the lyrics are awkward. Do you know what I mean? Um. I'm just like, I don't need that much honesty, girl. Some of it I don't need. But are you saying you don't think Chief Keith is being honest? He sounds like he's reading right. He's literally reading out of his diary. Is he, though? Yes. Like, yeah, but he's making he's, clever rhymes. He's making jokes. He's like being a comedian. Um, I'm disappointed that you don't like SZA. I'm sorry. That's okay. Do you know this song? Is this Raphael City? Yes. So I, I like Raphael City. Can't this, I can't listen to that Scissor song without thinking of a song. Yeah. You hear that? I can hear it. Raphael Sadiq. Wasn't he part of... Oh, he was part of Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. You don't know what I'm talking about. I feel so old. I've only ever listened to his solo albums. I play him in the studio sometimes. Okay, listen to... I'm going to blow your mind. This is Raphael Sadiq, also. We're 
unexpectedly going into music education. Or as needed. Real oldie. Oh my god. You took it here? That's real Sadiq. I'm putting out a disclaimer right now. We should probably put this at the top of the podcast. That okay. If anyone's listening to this at work, you should have your your earphones in. Okay. No. Because it's not safe for work. <laughs> it's about to get very R-rated. It is? Okay. Not safe for work. And I don't want anybody to get in trouble. Oh, shit. I just got excited. All right. And this goes for uh, my studio as well. <laughs> If your studio is listening, Can you imagine? everyone should get their earphones. <laughs> Can you imagine I like penalize like people that work for me for like listening to me on a podcast? Who gets to control the playlist in the studio then? It's very diplomatic. I like to ask what type of mood people are in. I usually say like, hey, is anyone listening to like some cool tunes oh right now that are they want to share? Kind of yeah, like I put people on the spot. Um, They're like, what are the kids listening to? Yeah, what's, literally. What's cool? No, seriously. Um, but, you know, like most of the time I have control of the aux cord and they tell me that they like the music that I play. But sometimes I'm like, I'm not holding you guys hostage. Like, Do you feel like the dynamic in the studio or even just in that situation feels like, like sometimes I feel, you know, you think you're the boss in air quotes i'm doing air quotes boss where they don't see you as a superior in that sort of or or you're not equals but they definitely see you as a more approachable character and not necessarily a capital letter b boss it depends on what i'm doing yeah yeah i don't feel like anybody thinks that i'm not approachable but everybody is very mindful of everybody else's tasks in any given moment there are times when i wouldn't disturb izzy or zoe or kate you know like but they also know when is a good or not good time to like i don't know bother you yeah should we tell people listening about your work no i don't want to be art tau right now okay if you came here for art i Tao, didn't we didn't come here for art Tao, but we're talking about the studio so i was goofy. gonna bring it in <clears throat> this podcast was intended to be recorded months ago when your show was That's up. because I respect you so highly and I I really like was thinking so much about this show. I was but really you nervous. Listened to, you listened to past episodes. Yeah, I did. Um, that wasn't a fart. That was me <laughs> sliding my phone across the table. Because um, I was fucking nervous. And okay. I had someone's like stuff going on. I know. I know. But and then just, I picked fucking Chief Keef. And it's great. It's the perfect song. You're talking to somebody who also appreciates Chief Keef. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I could have like picked some some fucking jazz or something. No, it's fine. But I'm glad that I didn't. 
um, you've proven that you don't believe some of the people's song choices on my podcast. No, I absolutely don't. (laughs) I absolutely don't. Listen, we all have, we're all dynamic in our taste. I believe that. I love music. I'm a music fanatic. I don't exclusively listen to Chief Keef, but I do regularly listen to Chief Keef. Um, but yeah, no, the prompt was to like bring something that you actually listen to. Yeah. Here's a, here's a Chief Keef song that's one of my go-tos. Are you ready? Is it Finito? I feel like I know which one it's going to be. That was a go-to for a long time. I mean, I still like to play it just amp myself up mm-hmm. if i was going to the club club if i was i'd probably play some fidetto on the ox no it's this one hey i'm juan oh. and we'll make- <laughs> don't edit that out <laughs> this is what happens when you don't have your own computer in your spotify it's okay real customer paid for their testimonial it's this one Made it out the shack. If I did want to see the day, it's a setback. Every time I see the cage, you got warfare. If you do, then we can play. It got real dark. All right, bro, I see the way. It could be nacho cheese, my little shorty Frito Lay. I look both ways across the streets, and then she still wants to say, I don't go to church. Man, damn, I need to pray. S O S A B A B Y Gang. Ass around here for the round table. I went for some round chairs. When is it gonna drop? Is it gonna drop? It might not. She wants the go up the loo up. I don't well. This is so great. Don't go there. I'm in a church and I'm trying to get my soul clear. Put my name on the wall. Hope it don't smear. Said I love you 40 times. I was Um, that's my current. Keith that's song. your go-to that's for my, right now my current chief keef go-to it's called bitch wear oh is that a newer one or is that yeah, an older it's a one? couple years ago okay yeah he has um there's a track off of mansion music which is like a one-off kind of record um called belieber that has the same kind of like i don't know it, it there is no drop reminds me of that song a little bit um do you listen to justin bieber absolutely not i'm not that open (laughs) did you ever (laughs) think about think about how not five years think about how 10 years ago i mean you're listening to 10 years ago i didn't either i still didn't he's also canadian i did know that um who else is a good canadian well shania twain shania twain celine dion celine dion do you speak french no i could lie (laughs) like i could lie and i could probably like fake my way through it like i can i can survive you know like if you go to montreal you can order food yes i'll be okay but i'm not gonna front like i actually know how to make proper sentences okay um but so you're that annoying bitch who puts an accent on when you pronounce celine dion though 
Yeah. <laughs> okay. Or I get really fucking drunk and I'll be like speaking fake French. Yeah. And people just like act like they're cool with it or something. You know, like people who go to a restaurant and they'll be like, I'll have the um, fromage. It's like you'll have the cheese. Yeah, fromage. And you're in a French fromage restaurant. Fromage for days. Um, did you know that Avril Lavigne was married to the lead singer of Nickelback? Yeah, I did. It's disgusting. Did you know they're not together anymore? Do you know that she's see- seen getting now out see? of a car with Tyga? I did. I did. I did know Puke. that. Puke. But you know what? Good for you know, them. Do your thing, girl. Good for them. Skater boy. Yeah. I mean, I can smell that relationship. Like, cut this out. <laughs> cut this out. <laughs> no, we're recording it. Um, you can smell that relationship. Yeah, it's musty. Does it smell like your Uber ride over here? What's the what's um one thing that you miss most about not living full time in Toronto? Nothing. <laughs> I don't miss anything. Do you met? I mean, even the somebody I was with somebody the other day who was from Toronto, and he said something that I thought was pretty poignant that when he goes back to Toronto from New York, he notices that his shoulders drop. Um, like there's a bit more of a relaxed or less intense that gets less intense on the individual or something like that. That's so interesting. It's the opposite for me. I think that there are a few individuals that I very, very much miss having in my daily life. Mm, But no, that city literally kicked me out of it. I had to leave. And as if I couldn't have any more like negative associations with it, you know, then my mother died and it's like... I was there just like for a month like while this was happening and like not having a place to stay and like being displaced and like just being super uncomfortable in the middle of the winter and I just I just fucking hate it like I hate being there so much I like being at my friend's house my friends Brad and Steph if you're listening love you guys everyone listens to this podcast i'm sure they're listening i know oh my god see this is why <laughs> no, i'm they fucking don't. nervous they don't this is why i'm fucking nervous don't worry nobody listens to this podcast um what else yeah i don't know there's a few people that i really miss there's some amazing artists there who i miss seeing around and hanging out with um toronto has really good food you miss the mandem the mandem absolutely <laughs> not were you dating in toronto Absolutely not. <laughs> Listen, I don't want any Toronto fam or stands to be listening and think that we are shitting on Toronto. Really? Come on. I'm sorry, you guys. Sorry <laughs> if it's coming across that way. It's not about you. Listen, it's not personal. It's business. It's um, not personal. I'm much happier here. Sorry. Is it okay that I have my shoes off? Yeah, for sure. I'm just like creepily like fondling your foot with my That's no problem. My toes. You're usually shoes off. Yeah. I like being shoes off. Yeah. It's more comfortable. I also I don't want to put you out there like a matzo ball. Put dangling. me out there. I do not hate Toronto, so I don't want anyone listening. Oh you don't. I, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow, I'm sorry. 
That's okay. I'll reel it in a little bit. No, I'm happy to hear the truth. You should have what, however you feel about, you know, it's your prerogative, really. I came here to give the truth, like the raw, uncut truth. Yeah. You said it was going to be not safe for work. Yeah. Um, this is raw and uncut. I have to play something right now. Do you remember the song? Everybody I talk about song killing. When they don't know, say we are original song killer. Fast, you know we. Anytime we start dance, dance, I feel like. Okay, it's okay, Cardinal. Yeah. yeah. You know, so we are Cardinal. Cardinal, excuse me. Excuse me. This song is fire. Come on. How long is this fucking intro, though? Relax. Yes. Oh me, oh me, oh my eye. Then my gyro, Mr. Carter, die. Flavors you can't deny. Cause them circle cats rap so fly. Them jacks stay do or die. And ass. When I'm on the murder song before I dance, can't turn around, I jump and make it for a black. This is a sick video. This is Little X when he was still little. I think we still had the little in his name. So this is proof that the dialect is not new. It just has evolved into something that is so sure. unbearable. I used to date this guy. I'm sorry. Who? <laughs> who are you pointing to? Which guy are you pointing to right now? I need confirmation, Ebony. Were you just trying to allude to... Who did you just point at? Um, his stage name is Corey Dees. It's Corey, Corey Dees. I got so much love for you. We're friendly. It's, I haven't seen him in over probably Does he listen decade. to this podcast? Probably not. Okay. So it's fine. It's like the one person in the world that doesn't listen. Um, but I dated him for a little while, and I'm on one of his albums. Shut up. Yes. Are you serious? Did I already play this on the podcast? You need to play this every single podcast. It's like this needs to be one, the intro. It's basically like a tiny cart of my. I just say one thing in the background. You're an ad lib. Yeah. Okay. You might not even be able to access it through regular Google. <laughs> okay, here it is. This is the song that I'm on, everyone. Oh my god, this I'm proud of, I'm proud of it. <laughs> this is a very particular time of my life. This is so naughty. What are, what are you talking about? Your body raised my temper? Okay, let me find my part. Guys, I'm not going to make him this whole song. Let me find it. coming oh my god it's so it's so tiny 
Stop. Play it again. Again. Stop. Play it again. Again, please. I'm sorry, what? Rewind it back one more time. This is the last time. I'm not ashamed. Wow. You didn't tell me you were... Oh my god. And you know what was great about this time for me in Toronto? You know, I was working at a record store. I really thought music, I really thought I was going to do a, a whole career in music. I'm not sure what career meant at that time because... You're literally a musician. You just played me your song. <laughs> I can't believe I didn't know this about you. I don't think any, I don't think it's... Called, As if I mean, you could be any more talented than you are. Already, I already thought you are. It's also I. Re I remember recording that tiny ad lib. Um, we were in a recording studio in Scarborough, and uh, can you I explain felt... Scarborough for our non-Ontario um, listeners? It is a what would be considered a borough, similar to New York. It's an area out, you know, of the Greater Toronto area. Uh, a neighborhood they call Scarborough that is legendary for Toronto culture, rappers, malls, yes, Jamaican food. It's highly Jamaican. It's fun to party there when you're a teenager. I don't know. How would you describe Scarborough? The place where my dad lives. Everyone's dad lived in Scarborough at some point. <laughs> We are all we are all first generation from Caribbean families, and everyone lived in Scarborough at some point. Um, but we were recording in this small studio in Scarborough, and I felt I usually don't feel nervous. Like I'd I'd had a radio show before, and I was producing college radio for other people. Um, or I wish I can't say that outright. I mean, I was helping on multiple radio shows at the time not the main producer or anything, but anyways, um, everybody was watching me. Like of they're course just, they were. There's three people in this group, plus the engineer and this other person in the recording booth. And I'm trying to say this word, word one word, all right. And they're like, okay, no, a bit faster. No, 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 that's too fast. Stop. Yeah, like a little, go a little bit higher, be a bit smoother. They made you do it like 30 times. I did it quite a few times. Yeah, because they're I... all sitting there getting boners. No. <laughs> Literally, yeah. But even when I hear it back now, it doesn't sound natural to me. Like, I, I, I remember feeling like I was forcing, I was like, all right, like, how do you say it? Say, say all right. Like you did? Yeah. <laughs> like sexy? <gasps> Yeah. All right. <laughs> no, see, you're doing it nasally and you're forcing it. <laughs> Try to do it. Just use your natural voice and say all I right. I don't say all right, though. Neither do I, but you have to do it for the recording. So try it right now. But am I trying to be sexy? or No, you're just trying to just say it like, all right. I wasn't trying to be sexy. I'm like, all right. I wasn't trying to be sexy. I was trying to go with the cadence of the song. Yeah. So when I say it, it's not hot. I like, I guess you're not my type of love. You made me crazy, but I'll keep moving. 
If you wanna get try it, try it now after you hear this. Try and repeat my alright. Got another girl checking me, but we I got better chemistry, so love I'll make you feel it for sex with me. Alright. I wasn't even trying that hard when I did it just now. Well, that was that was natural after hearing your... I think I just haven't revisited this in a long time, and maybe I shouldn't have. Well, now you don't need to for another like few years, probably. Maybe at least 15 years. At least you're on a song. Like, yeah. I have the vinyl also. Two you actually have the vinyl? I do. When did that come out? I don't want to date myself. I don't remember. I'm just trying to figure out what year you were robbed of a Grammy. (laughs) (laughs) What song are you on? Are you on a song? I'm not on any songs. Well, listen, it was part of my journey. I don't have those accolades. I'm not that talented. It It was a real part of my Toronto experience. I think also, you know, that time in my life is one of the reasons I have this podcast. I ventured into the art world, but I want to talk to my friends, whether they're, it doesn't matter what they're doing, what they do cause yeah. as an artist, but I want to talk to you about Chief Keef. Let's talk more about Chief Keef. Okay. Have you seen that clip where, did you send it to me um, when he's being interviewed and he said people are afraid of him? Okay, can we also just talk about how, like, fabulous he is at interviews? Tell me. I just love him. Like, he's so... He's actually very fun, like, as a human. And he has a really bubbly, like, enjoyable personality. And uh, he gives really good interviews. He does give good interviews. Like, I remember... And this is like a super iconic interview. He's wearing the the white glasses. His dreads are super short back then. He's literally like 15 years old. I forget which radio show this was on. It was a really popular one. You can definitely find it. But she's like, is it true that you're like 15? And he's like, no. And she's like, well, then how old are you? And he's like, I'm three Hana. (laughs) (laughs) Also... Like, the originator of so many just iconic ad-libs and, like, the the hundred emoji, you can thank Chief Keef for that. Pioneering. He's, he's legendary. I think it's this interview. We don't have to listen to the whole thing, but... You smell like the finest of Kush right now, baby. Mr. Chief. Yeah. Chief. Okay, Absolutely. yeah, the true religion. First yeah. of all, let's be clear. Chief Keef is only 16, so I don't be... In- oh, you're not? Uh. Why does everybody say you're only 16 years old? They say what they want to say. How old so are how you? old are you? 300. <laughs> Listen, I heard about Chief Keef. He's a vampire. <laughs> Fucking cutie. He's like, fuck y'all in this bullshit show. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't want to like, I don't want to get too intense about him because I've been in so many like arguments about Chief Keef's like contribution to rap um but i i will die on like some hills and he's a pioneer and also let's get it straight it's not trap it's drill let's get it straight he's a pioneer pioneering 
in drill, which is so popular right now in New York. If you hadn't, um, if you in case you've know. been living under a rock. No, but Chief Keef actually like he started blowing up before SoundCloud rap was a thing. He also was one of the first people, probably the first person to like popularize this whole DIY at home music video shoot that happens in a fucking kitchen somewhere in somebody's house with 30 dudes and, and no concept. Yeah. No concept. Um, and also his early production was happening like completely. Um, he did all of his early production on house arrest um at like age 15 so i just get really like bothered when people try to kind of like categorize him within this whole like section of soundcloud and mumble rap and all of this bullshit um because he's actually a fucking genius well this is a chief keep stand across from me he is a genius wait are you talking about me you (laughs) okay I don't disagree with anything you're saying, by the way. I know you don't. Um, I've never had to nor been privileged to be in debates about Chief Keefe. I guess I'm not as much of a stan as you are. But I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. Yeah. Would you ever date him? Um, that's a good question. It would have it depend on where I was in life. Right here, right now. Right here, right now, in this life. person that I am, yeah, today, today. Oof. Uh, lately, I've been saying yes to life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really into crystals right now, and I have this one crystal. Uh, it's called a Dalmatian stone, and it's for helping you, like, just like have fun and be with your joy, and like say yes to life. Um. So you're. Dalmatian stone would make you say yes to Chief Keef. Yeah, I would. I would do it. You look very serious about that. I am serious. Okay, good. I've thought about this scenario. I'm sure. I mean, I hope as the I've thought about it from like the beginning to like the breakup. Maybe you could be featured on his song, like and have a claim to fame. All right, three Hana, (laughs) bang bang. If that is you doing an impression (laughs) of me. This podcast is done. It's not. Oh my god, it's not. That is you doing ebony. It's over. It's not. I'm sorry. Look at the um graphics for the album for the single cover. What is that? Oh, this is the I thought. (laughs) That's so Toronto. That's like I know. It's very Toronto. I feel like if you put like typed in that into an AI thing, like it would literally make that. Everyone should go and listen. The group's called IRS or Earth. Um, Can I ask you? It doesn't sound like Chief Keef. No, it doesn't. Um, Wait, okay. Do you remember this Toronto group called Swollen Members? Of course. And then when... Mocha Only. Mocha Only. Yeah, when they broke up and then it was Mocha Only. Yes. And what was the other guy's name? The white one. I don't know. It was something. I woke up only, always. Oh my god! Yeah. I used to love that song, Venom. So you were, it's a, you actually were a sick Toronto song. 
a Toronto rap stan? Well, I was a child when most of this music was kind of in its prime. Wait, what was the group called again? Um, Swollen Members. Swollen Members. They had a real moment. They did. Who else was really popular in Toronto? And oh, I know. The early two thousand. I know. Wait, don't 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 say it. Shawclair. Oh, fuck! I was just typing. Sorry, Look. sorry, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's just the computer on the table. Shawclair is so good, though. This one. Here's a Shawclair song. This is a fun episode of Blue Cheese. I just get to play Toronto music. Going down memory lane. The man wanted to ride. What did he do? Swing down, sweet chariot. Oh, that's sweet yeah. chariot. Video. To swing on down, down, down. And stop. You know yeah, what I'm it's so a classic. Another little laugh. Now, this is what we do. We playing, we playing the role of that sweet chariot. And we swinging down to pick you up. You up. strong time for toronto that's the flavor rap this has flavor um you know these videos too they were such a um branding it really branded toronto rap scene with little x because this was like the only this was basically the coveted director like creative director and director of music videos at this in this moment Mm -hmm. and um little x used to work for and with hype williams really mm-hmm. so early or like later hype williams little x was i remember being credited I, th- I think early in like do you remember in much music when they would list the director i guess yeah they did right here actually on this rap city video we're looking at but they list director name and there used to be mm-hmm. some that were slash hype williams and little x and then little x really kind of not just Toronto I'm sure but really took over these Toronto rap videos and this was really the this was the vibe for like five and six five to six years yeah okay wait like did we didn't we all want to be a girl on this motorcycle um (laughs) no I mean either I don't know what I'm talking about I'm just kidding okay this is like a dangerous um path to go down because there's actually so many of them like, okay, my friend Steph, hi, Stephanie, if you're listening, which I'm going to make you listen, so you are listening. Um, <laughs> she was playing this uh, Canadian Gems on Spotify, and it's actually really fucking good. Chaos. Do you remember Chaos? Of course. Crabs okay. in the Bucket. Crabs in the Bucket, Superstar, one Superstar. of my favorite songs of all time. Rascals. Yes. Who had a collab with Barrington Levy, of Top course. of the World. And Socrates. one of my favorite songs, yeah. super, uh, move, no, movie star, yeah. She looks like a movie oh, star. Yeah, totally. Like a chocolate candy, candy bar. bar. I used to shake my ass. My eight-year-old ass. <laughs> um, Jellystone. Yeah, of course. Rest, isn't Jellystone? He passed away, didn't he? 
Yeah, I think he did. Yo, the year is 2002. 2002. It's the end of the Jiggy era. era. People on the planet Earth are tired. tired. In an effort to aid in the great shift, myriads of light bodies incarnate. To rock mics, complex, this hip-hop alchemy. When I was a kid, I watched electric company. Now I'm all grown, living life to the bone. New tone, spaceship take me home. Back to the seventh sun, the seventh one. When I drop patience, Kevin's done. This eloquent vernacular is black enough to bring the change of Dracula. This video is also great. He's riding around Toronto, downtown Toronto. You can recognize the spots. Oh, yeah, this is cool. He's um, at Cherry Beach or something. You know, I used to work at the Rivoli on Queen Street. Do you I remember there? the Rivoli? And Kevin, a.k.a. Chaos, was a regular. Wow, you know him by Kevin? I don't say I know him by anything, but I do. I, I would refer to him as Kevin at the bar. At the bar? It was a bar on Queen Street. So, yes. Okay. This I mean, great. there's a lot of flexing going on right I'm now. I'm not flexing. I'm not flexing at all. Okay, I have one more thing to play, and then I'm going to switch it up. But this song is very important to me and did not get enough love, I think. And when Drake actually released his um, recent, what people considered, I guess, his like housey album, this is what I played on my Instagram for everyone because it felt like it was a moment for this group, Toronto group. Do you remember the song? Ladies and gentlemen, be back. Thank you. song it was a, a short moment um with three group members that made up big black lincoln big black lincoln yeah and one of them was the producer and dj of the song that i was on this goes this goes very nerdy deep toronto anyways i love this song i also probably my favorite or like the closest to my heart when it comes to toronto musicians do you remember jack soul yes i love jack soul so much that was one of those albums that like you know did you, okay do you ever just like get your first like cd player you know This isn't going in a weird direction. It looks no, like it is. No, no, no. Okay, it can. It can, but it it won't. Okay. Um, no, but like I remember just like trying to grow my CD collection and like rummaging through my mom's shit and picking out that album and being like, yeah, this is the one. This is going to I'm going to add this to the collection. <laughs> Jack Soul really had a place in your heart. Yeah. 
Because you know it. what? I've always known good music. Okay. Is this Julie Black? Yeah. Also legendary. Yes, and also not enough flowers. Totally. I think actually, I don't, I think that there's been a lot of flowers given recently. That's not good. Mistaken. I'm glad to hear that. But everyone should, everyone listening should um, somehow look at notes for this show and look at the playlist for it. I have to pee before I pee in your chair. I can't right. destroy your office again. We're going to take, I will tell you what that means later. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Welcome back. Tao, while you were away, Taryn and I were talking about dating people shorter than us. This isn't shade at all. I love a tall king, short king. I love all kinds of Not kings king. and queens. Oh my God. <laughs> you know the label of short king. I love all kinds. I love everyone. Okay. So no, but, um, my the the rapper that I dated and did that song with was just a little bit shorter than me mm-hmm. but you know one of those heights that you feel late if it if it had happened later in life I don't think I would have minded so much but I was a little self-conscious about it because I already felt very tall so you pick you know you like make sure you don't pick a certain shoe to wear yeah and you stand a little less erect because you shrink yourself a, a little, little bit. bit. Yeah. Mm. Um, I think it's sexy. Yeah. Later I, I dated someone shorter than me and I didn't mind at all. But at the time I think I was just a bit too self-conscious. I was too young. Yeah. Cause if it's a guy, like he has to be so self-assured to like not care and also to love you like in your stature and to be like into that. And if he's not, then he should be he should be wearing those fucking Balenciaga fucking chunky <laughs> dino clumpers. He should be elevating himself. It is pretty sweet if you're to keep up anyone with you. who's a little bit if there's you know anyone who's just co- loves you enough and is confident enough in themselves that those things don't matter is very hot. Yeah, and you look cunty and stunty. I didn't feel cunty and stunty. Well, you know that that really breaks my heart. <laughs> Well, you know, we all have to go through lessons. I, I wouldn't mind now, but that's not a problem for me now. My partner is 6'3", maybe. Um, I was also, we were also talking about, during the pee break, um, mm-hmm. we spoke briefly about my plans in life to really, I really thought I was going down this music path. My dream job was to be A&R which at the time felt like a real job, which for anyone who doesn't know means artist representation, mm-hmm. artist, and rep- artist and representation. And I don't even know if, it, if that role exists in the same way anymore. But um, anyways, I don't do that. Now I run a gallery and I'm a curator, which is amazing and I don't regret it. But it's a perfect segue into a question I have for you. Which is this is our sliding door section segment. Oh God! Okay. Taryn, we need a like cart sliding doors. Okay. I'm fucking terrified. 
sliding door moment is from a classic 90s. I think it's from the 90s. Let me check. 1998 film featuring Gwyneth Paltrow. Have you seen this? No. So she looked, Tao looked so disgusted too. Like, why would I ever have seen that? I did not. I did not. I just no. I haven't seen it. It's like what listening to SZA. Sorry. Oh oh my gosh. (laughs) Um. So in this film, she lives in London, and she there's a like in the beginning there's a chain of events, some chain of events that send her home early from work, and in one direction of the movie, she's going home and she gets on the subway or the tube. Right. She catches that train to get home. Her life goes down one particular path. In the second version, she's going home early and she just misses that train. And her life goes a different path just based on that one sliding door, catching it or not catching it. So I think I I often think about my own sliding door moment. And like if I could go back and be like, what if I took that job or if I could be doing like basically what your other life would be like if you weren't the famous artist that you are oh god if you didn't go if you weren't if you weren't an artist or making art what do you think you would be doing jesus christ um this is like a weird question for me because i tried so hard to not do art why um i don't know i just assumed that like other career paths would be more fruitful and validating and uh proper i don't know but what would you what do you think you would have really you know taken a deep dive like committed to doing if you weren't an artist just it doesn't have to be something that you would really want to do now but Mm, okay well all roads would have led back to my creative tendencies. And I think if it weren't music, wow, it's crazy that I just said music. Yeah. It's if it weren't art, it would be music. music. So yeah. you, th- you think you would want to, you would make music. I wouldn't be making music. I would produce music or I would have, uh, you know, it's funny because I, I hated um, when my dad used to try and make me learn to DJ and to spin records and I wanted to get the fuck out of there. I feel like that's my dad. He's psychic. He's literally an oracle. He knows I'm talking shit right now. Move your phone away from the mic. Good. That's so funny. Um, what was I saying? Making music, your dad teaching how to DJ. Yeah, now I wish that I could. Like, I wish that I could have picked it up then. Um, yeah, music is so important. Yeah, for me, it's my life. Sometimes it's my life more than making art is. Um, what about fashion? Not as much. Mm. And that's already something that's happening, you know, like that will be a natural kind of like 
evolution mm-hmm. i think in my career at some point with art the two things won't be separate mm. but you know it's not too late to do the music thing i would rather just enjoy music yeah i'd rather enjoy music and let it inspire me and also like dedicate parts of my craft to the music and the musicians that i love and honor music that way i don't think i need to create it like art making and sculpture is my vessel for storytelling right now it Mm. works really well for me i don't want to i'm not interested in like changing that because it's doing what it needs to do that's a very mature observation that's not sarcasm we can't all be um multi-talented in the way that you are i'm not being i'm not being facetious Uh, that's a very it's a good it's an astute i know i know you know it's a it's mature to realize that it's doing what it should do i was joking around to say that um my dad was a dj we have that in common yes and he also made speakers for a living Mm -hmm. And he repurposed this cargo van. His nickname was Shaft. I'm not lying. Yes, I'll never. His I'll never let go of that. His nickname was Shaft, and he repurposed a cargo van um, to house a twin size bed in the back, and built in this like he built. He had one of those giant travel cases that housed both turntables and the mixer in it like a giant looked like an extra long guitar case but you had there was like two handles on it to carry everything at once this flight mm-hmm. case and all of his records in the van and he would basically just ride around and play parties and um super cliche like i remember being a super little and sneaking downstairs to see the grown and sexy basement jam oh yeah and like everyone had a rag to like wipe sweat uh-huh. off like basically they're everyone's just like fucking in the corner to yeah old yeah. reggae music or something and it was really like musty you know you walk down the stairs and it's like this yeah thick, the fair is thick with like must hennessy and breath heineken and breath yeah and vaginal odor <laughs> not a bad thing i didn't say it was bad i wasn't expecting you to say vaginal odor that's all but the moral of the story is he didn't teach me how to mix. I taught myself. He actually was adamant about not bringing me into that world, which was really annoying. He didn't try to force you into it. I would have preferred to be taken into it. He he didn't understand how much I want. I wanted to be into in it. Interesting. And he was he was very um, convinced. He was convinced that I didn't really mean it, so I had to go and do it myself. Mm. Anyways. Yeah. Sliding door moment. We both would be music moguls, basically. We both have um music musical music inspired finger tats too. That's true. Tell me about yours. Strictly rockers. If you know about reggae, you know what that means. Uh you know. When did you get it? Do you want to explain for people? Oh my god, do I really need to? I don't know. i I would probably have to explain mine. You have to explain Burr? Well, not everybody is a Gucci fan. Not everybody listening here knows that Gucci has 
an ice cream tattoo on his face with Burr. If you're not a Gucci fan and you don't know what Burr is, turn off the podcast now and never come no, back. You're not allowed to be that's here. That's not true. We love everyone who's here. Sorry. <laughs> My tattoo says Burr and um, it is based on Gucci Mane. Um, but not only is it inspired by Gucci, but it it uses the same stencil that he got his face tattooed with. And the oh, same wow. P- I didn't realize that. Also the same person who tattooed his face tattooed <gasps> my finger in Atlanta. I think I knew that. And I, I also gasped the first time you told me. And I got it after a night. I had my birthday there in Atlanta and went to Magic City and was very hungover and had to go to the airport. And had this appointment with this tattoo artist before going to the airport and I was just trying not to like puke. Um, but he pulled out the stencil from his toolbox and it was the like ice cream with the lightning. Yeah. And he gave me a copy of it and I have it on my fridge. Wow. That's so much cooler than <laughs> my story. <laughs> it's not that cool, but it's a memorable tattoo for sure. It is great. It's very cool. Strictly Rockers is just a dance hall reggae phrase, you know, got popularized, I guess, on posters when poster culture is really, really iconic in Jamaica. Um, You know, just means like Strictly Rockers, like don't come to the (laughs) dance if you're a narc or if you're going to come here with violence or try and fuck up the vibes. Strictly Rockers. Strictly Rockers. Yeah. Anyways. Are you ready for our really fun segment called Rapid Fire? All right. Well, I don't think I'm ready, but I'm going to do it. So I'm going to ask you a question with two options, and you have to pick which one. Oh, it's multiple choice. Okay, that's so much easier. It's just like, basically, I'm just going to throw two things at you, and you pick one. All right. Okay. As fast as you can. It's kind of this innate response, this automatic you know what your first tequila instinct is response yeah <laughs> tequila induced response and you just gotta answer as quickly as possible okay answer as quickly as possible okay relax your face take a deep breath summer or winter summer coffee or water coffee vodka or tequila tequila vanilla or chocolate vanilla bus or subway subway night or day night t-shirt or sweater t-shirt Running shoes or high heels? Ooh, running shoes. Faster. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Sunrise or sunset? Sunrise. Burgers or pizza? Burgers. TV or movies? TV. Uh, faster. I'm trying. Roses or daisies? Roses. Recycling or compost? Compost. Stink. I like the stench. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, mushrooms or weed? Mushrooms. Toronto or New York? New York. <laughs> Curly or straight? Curly. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Red or white wine? White. Black or white? Black. Reggae or calypso? Reggae. <laughs> <laughs> you made that up on the spot. <laughs> yeah, I did. 
Um, we're gonna do a last. Oh my banger. god! Remember Tricky Daddyin? Remember when you told me about Tricky Daddyin? Yeah, Tricky Daddyins. I used that on my trainer. I called him a Tricky Daddy, and he was like so caught off guard. Was he he like, looked hurt. Was he like, how did you know that? He looked hurt. For anyone listening, um, I am Trini Tudibon. Tudibon. <laughs> <laughs> um, my family's Trinidadian, and um, my. They're from Trinidad, but my father moved to Tobago. And in Tobago, they call Trinidadians Tricky Daddians. It's the same, it's the, you know, it's two islands, it's the same country, but they like to try and separate their identities, I guess. It's, it's a, it feels like a different way of living. Like Trinidadians often vacation in Tobago. Um, Every they, tiny island is defensive. Towards the other tiny islands. Towards the other tiny islands. They want to, in Tobago, I feel like they just, they want to keep their tiny, precious vibe away and like, you know, removed from the fast pace. They consider Trinidad much more fast pace and it's, you know, five times bigger. It's not as pretty either. Some parts are, but Tobago is pretty beautiful. But there's been this movement to try and build um, a bridge so they could drive, so Trinidadians and, and people in Tobago could drive across and just not have to take a boat or a plane. And Tobago's really against it happening because they don't want the Trinidadians to come over. For anyone who's listening who's Trini, I love y'all. My family's Trini. I'm not <laughs> calling y'all Trinidadians. And I'm not saying there's any weight to this beloved name. It's really just, a, you know, it's full of love and lighthearted that I think in Tobago they'll refer to them as the Tricky Daddians. It's just a joke. Please nobody come for me about Trinidadians being called Tricky Daddians. Anyways, Calypso. Calypso's hot. Calypso's fire. I love Calypso. I do. I just don't love it as much as reggae. But if if it were in my bones, then I, I probably would. Fair. Right. If I had that tricky daddy and blood running through my veins, I probably would. I don't know. I have it running through my veins and I really love reggae. And that's our rapid fire session. That's it? That was so fun. Oh, good. I want more. I don't have any more to give you. 